Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Good evening, Heat Nation! You are listening to the Hoopball coverage of your Miami Heat, and this is the number one podcast and heartbeat of Heat Nation. It is the host of the most, Joe Stro, and the Heat did lose to the Celtics, and you know what? It's okay. I'm, I'm alright with it, and I'm going to get into it as to why. I did say five, didn't I? Just want to make sure I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, just making sure. If you recall, I did state in a pod, a pod or two ago that Mike Malone and another coach, Brad Stevens, are two of a, of a handful of coaches I feel need to go for their respective franchises in order for them to take the next step, I guess you could say. And, well, let's just say Brad reaffirmed that for me. There also was a breadcrumb that I think was dropped, and if you didn't pick it up, well, I'm going to go ahead and grab that for you and bring that to your attention. And last but not least, you know we got to talk about that MVP. And that's all going to be here on Hootball Heat. And here we go. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. But before we get into that, you know we got some bills to pay. All right, man, if you want to stay fresh, go ahead and head over to manscaped.com, all right? Manscaped.com, use our coupon code HOOPBALL20. Get that 20% off, that free shipping. I'm telling you, you get fresh like me, that lawnmower 3.0. When I come home from the gym, last thing I want to do is have the lights on. I just have the candles lit, use the LED light. If I got some business to take care of, that's over at manscaped.com. You have best have made all of your bets at mybookie.ag. That is mybookie.ag. Use that coupon code HOOPBALL and it will match your first deposit 100%. Easy payouts, great customer service, whatever else you need to know about sports betting, you're going to find it there. That is at mybookie.ag. Go to Twitter and hit that follow button. Jostro17, that is J-O-S-T-R-O-1-7. And that Hootball Heat page as well. We tweet live in the game. We're coming with that heat. We cover the heat. It's loads of fun. Hey, give us a five-star on the podcast. Much love. Let's get it going. And... I know. Usually I would come up in here with some uh, animosity built up and with a little bit of anger pent up as well, but it, it ain't that kind of vibe I got going on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The Heat loss, and I can say, like I said last cast, this Celtic team was very talented. All that being said, I did see some things that um, that kind of irked me. Careless turnovers was one. I haven't seen them like that in a long time. It was kind of blatant. There were a few other things that I've seen at the end of the game that made me feel a little bit better. The one thing that I know for a fact I got to take into account was there was a stretch where Miami was 0-13 from the three. 
Even Duncan was one for four. It was going to be one of those games. And, and um, it's okay. It happens. I said that this was going to be a five game, hesitant to say six, but I was hesitant to say six because of Gordon Hayward coming back. So to me, it just makes sense. Uh, this one game that they have this sudden, I'll get into that, the sudden urge, and I'm going to get into that. Uh, Duncan started to catch on at the end of the fourth. Uh, one thing I'm thinking about is if Spo is going to make a switch at some part of the series. With this sudden great play of hero, do you make that move of going ahead and putting hero at the two? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe he takes out Duncan, has him come off for the bench, and possibly have hero be that starting two. Another thing that happened today uh, was Goran. He had a he had a rough night, and just to go on that hero, hero literally kept the team in it somewhat for the first half. Uh, Goran had a rough night himself. I mean, physically and shooting wise, he had a rough night. I mean, this guy had a bloody lip, bloody mouth. It was it, it was just a rugged. It, it it was just it looks like a Miami physical basketball. And and being that he had a rough night, secondly, this is my point as to why they lost, and mainly, and I'm going to go into this. I know everybody's going to say it, and I'm not going to say it as much. Jimmy didn't get aggressive early enough in the game. Jimmy attack, Jimmy attack, and I know that, okay? I know, but he's going to be more aggressive next game. And And I was going to say this, and I don't know if I should say this, I think maybe possibly he was looking ahead, just kind of like the Lakers always look ahead, and, and you know how teams always look ahead and see what the other team is doing. I think maybe possibly Jimmy's been looking ahead, and he's been trying to save something to when he gets to that next level, because that's usually what he do. What he would do is save his energy until the fourth, or till he felt like he had to put himself or assert himself into the game. It was a little later in this game because, I mean, a lot of the players, there were four players that scored 20 points on the Celtics, and then Goran, on top of that, was struggling. Other players were struggling. So he he has to assert himself. He has to have a better feel for the game in the sense of when it is time for him to assert himself, he has to do that. Um like I said, tonight was that one game I said that was going to be hesitant to say six. So I'm going to give him that one game. I think the team is going to be ener- – I thought they were going to be energized anyway because Hayward was back. And I believe the next game also is actually going to be a lot more sharper because in the first quarter, I mean, these guys had five turnovers in the first quarter. And in the last game, they had a total of seven. So am I worried? No. I just feel like next game the team is going to be – playing with a little more sense of urgency. Jimmy is going to be a little more aggressive. And I mean, this, and I say that some of these careless turnovers, and I mean, man, when I mean they just didn't make sense. I mean, there was a closeout where Drajek was closed out on baseline and he just literally bounced past it because the clock was running out and he just bounced past it. I'm like, dude, I, I would just, I would have threw it up. But anyway, I'll just reiterate. This is not going to be the same Miami next game, okay? The boys will be ready. I promise you that. All right, now with that, I would like to say this. Um, You know, like I said, I felt the Celtics was one of those teams that uh, they may need a new coach to get over that hump. And what I heard the other day just confirmed that for me. Now, 
I understand, you know, you're just talking to the press. But what I don't want my coach to say is right now, you know, they're a better team than us. I, that's just not what I want to hear from my coach. And that just may be me, but I, that's just not what I want to hear from my coach. And I'm sorry. But that's that's just not what you should say. I'd rather hear maybe they've gotten the best of us. Or maybe they've been better than us late, as of late. But I don't want to say somebody is just better than us. I just don't see him with that grit. I don't see him with the with the passion like, okay, yes, he's smart. He's intelligent, smart after timeout plays. I get it. But let's not forget, he's had a team that was even more talented than this one, right? They still had JT and, 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 and Brown, but they also had Al Horford and Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart and Aaron Baines and Greg Monroe, and they still didn't get a job done where it was just LeBron and Kevin Love, and J.R. Smith, and Richard Jefferson. So, I mean, yeah, he's smart, he's good, but is he great? Is he a championship caliber? I mean, when you look down at it, if, if you, when, you look, when, you look, when you look at it, what happened when he played Duke in the Final Four? He lost to a coach who was a championship coach. He is doing now what he was doing at Butler, which was simply just developing players. I'm not saying that it's not a major thing, but it is. I mean, remember, Kyrie was super critical of his uh, of the coaching, uh, especially of the culture. Celtics were out partying and stuff and didn't want to make it in the in the lock. They didn't want to make it in there the next morning. Even even JB, even Jalen Brown said, "Hey, Kyrie got a lot of the blame and was undeserving." It wasn't his fault that certain guys couldn't take a step back. It wasn't his fault. That was the front office and the coach's fault. He's got a lot of the blame because he was a star. But a lot of it should be on the organization and coaching staff. Kyrie is in a better place. And even an agent has came out and said, most players don't need their hand held. But they want to know where they stand and what they need to do. That's not always coming from Stevens. And it can be frustrating. Much like Jimmy's situation, Kyrie just wants to win. That's it. That's all. Kyrie just wants to win. So again... I just don't think that he has that championship mindset. Yes, he's a great developmental coach. But there are many of coaches that have built great teams but just could not have that uh, it factor, if you will, to get them over the hump. The NBA is a league that... um, it's one of those things where if something happens or something is dropped or if something is said, I don't believe that it's 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 too far-fetched for anything. With that being said, I I think I've seen a crumb, if you will. Giannis won MVP. 
and there's a pic posted on his Instagram. On the Instagram, it says New York Times, two-time MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Cool, right? And he's on a jet. He's reading it while he's like eating breakfast. You know how everybody flex on IG. But the thing about the picture was it was photoshopped. And then I thought, what would everybody think? Oh, he's next, 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 next. But then I thought, there's a team that's been making numerous low-key moves for the past two years. Surprised the league with KD and Kyrie, then surprised the league with Steve Nash. What would be the one thing that would turn everything absolutely upside down on its head? Giannis in Brooklyn. Could Giannis, KD, and Kyrie be the next trio to take over the NBA? I mean, let's say if Giannis wanted to just do a sign-in trade. Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, they they have some pieces. Levert. They have some pieces. So, I'm just saying, that was a crumb that I thought was out there, and I just know that there's a team that's been out there making moves low-key, and I just thought it's curious. Why would you Photoshop New York Times on a newspaper on a jet. Hmm. Again, congratulations. And uh, Giannis won MVP. Being that uh, this is the second year, he's a, he's a two time MVP. And then again, second year in a row, he's where he was last year. Um, at home. Again. At times, I just get confused when people say who MVP is or what an MVP is. Or, or is it really just simply the flavor of the week? Okay, now I can... I can go into Giannis about I, I can do a lot of things. I can go into how we put up great numbers and I and I can go up and diminish him. But I'm not I you know what? That's not what we're gonna do. Instead of putting one person down, I'm gonna shed light on another. So as I just said, I get confused sometimes. So sometimes it's the guy that scores the most points in the league. Other times it's the guys that has the best stats. And sometimes it's the guy that has good stats and finishes first. How is it that LeBron is not first? Well, AD has better numbers than him. AD is a real MVP. Okay, if that is the real truth. What did he do for seven years in New Orleans? Okay. What did he do? 
first in the more competitive conference, okay? He finished first in the West this year. Had 25 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds. You know, and it's funny. I was just thinking, it's funny how his catchphrase, it used to always, remember that catchphrase, witness? When in reality, nobody is paying attention. As I told you, I have my ear to the sports world 24-7. And there was actually a big sports figure when it comes to sports opinion. Like, you know, has his own show on the radio show for hours of the day. And he said a comment. And it was one of those scream in the car moments, too. And it was a quote. The NBA is a story league. Nobody watches the NBA. Everyone watches football, not the NBA. The league, the NBA is just a story league. When somebody says that, I feel like you should not have a qualification to say anything about basketball. That's just me, though. But, hey, that's your show. Um, now, fast forward to last night. After the game, somebody asked LeBron about how he felt. And, you know, he said he was pissed. As anybody, he would be in his shoes because he only got 16 votes. And if you go and look at who voted for him, it was actually like real basketball heads like Stephen A. Smith, like uh, Greg Smith, like Mark Jack. Like it was it was it was basketball heads that voted for him, not the guys that do what I'm about to tell you. So. He said something else, and it was a direct shot at the media. And he says, to be honest, I don't know how much we, and when he meant me, we, he meant the voters, are actually watching basketball. <laughs> and I just thought it was completely ironic how just previously last week this guy was saying nobody watches basketball, it's a story league. And then, do you know what LeBron proceeds to say after that? I feel like everybody is stuck in, um, hmm, narration mode. Oh. You mean everybody just is trying to use the league for a story? Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense, right? I mean, I I just love the fact that LeBron just does something like that. And I don't want to take what he said out of context because he wasn't speaking about himself. He was, act- he was actually speaking about Devontae Graham because he was saying that he should have won the most improved player in which he scored four points last year and it rose to 17.5 which it which is most improved i find it funny that how the media votes and how the player votes are often very different i think the voters i think the votes should be changed just a little bit or maybe we should add in another one Okay, so we, I'm not sure how, but we need to do something. I'll say for a fact, they like to push their own narrative, right? 
They're going to push what sells. They have, they, they, they don't have to be doing the things that they, they, they don't have to pat up everybody. Just because you know that this guy is not going to win, don't pat him on the back. Don't do that. Give it to the players that deserve it. So what if he wins it nine times in a row? If he's the most valuable player in the league, why is he not winning it? Give it to the players that deserve it. You do whatever just to push this narrative. They did the same thing to Kobe. They just kept giving, spoon-feeding them to Steve Nash. Same guy that did the thing to Shaq. Shaq should have been the first unanimous MVP. Stuck him. Fact of the matter is, the NBA's MVPs aren't truly the MVPs of the leagues. They are simply the best players in the league that may not win the championship that year. Yeah, I needed that right there. I had to vent that out a little bit. All right, all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gents. Okay. So the next game is slated for Wednesday, and it's at 8.30. So we get a nice little break. Okay, so while you're waiting there, like I said, go to that Twitter page. Follow me at JoeStro17. That is JoeStro17. As well as the Hoopball Heat page, we're going to keep you updated on all the latest. Be sure to go ahead and drop that five-star rating on the cast. And we'll be sure to keep that heat coming. Again, this is the host with the most, Joe Stroh. Heat Nation, I'm out. Stay safe, America. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.